Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manic calling signals, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, throws it right open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the first! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yeah. KM to 2 a.m. I'm not wasting any time. I don't have that much time. Keith McPherson on the fan. The show has already burned up. I got on at 1030 feeling lucky, feeling like I got some extra time. Uh, not coming on air after the second Monday night football game, but after the first. So I guess we can start there in the NFL. The uh, Rams take an L to the Bengals. Joe Burrow, we weren't sure if he was going to play. They're elevating quarterbacks and... Uh, they have the white out with those white jerseys, all white jerseys, white helmets, and the Bengals do enough to win 19-16. Couldn't see them going 0-3. The Rams figure out a way to lose, of course. And uh, I don't know, maybe they trade Matt Stafford. I I highly doubt they trade Matt Stafford, but who knows? Uh, anything can happen. The NFL, you can't make this up. The Eagles are 3-0. The Eagles are still undefe- undefeated. The rich get richer. DeAndre Swift goes over there. <laughs> Looks pretty good. 16 carries, 130 yards. Coming off his performance from last week. A.J. Brown, 9 catches, 131 yards. Uh, dropped a couple, but uh, also had some misses from Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts does enough, man. Two interceptions, but the guy does enough. They love that tush-push play. I wish they didn't call it that. Why does it have to rhyme? Why do we have to? It's a QB sneak. Why do we have to call it a tush-push with these grown men? So the Eagles beat the Bucks. 25 to 11 on the night where they were honoring Tiki's brother Rondé at halftime, and also the Bengals were honoring Boomer Esiason and putting him in the Bengals' ring of honor with Ocho Chad Ocho Cinco. Man, the Steelers, our guy Dexter Henry, who was just in here uh, doing the updates, is a Steelers fan. And I said, Hey, Kenny Pickett, two wins back to back. They're finding a way to win. Kenny looked good last night. The Steelers are going to find ways to win this year. Don't sleep on them because of this struggle first week that they had against the 49ers. The 49ers are still undefeated. There's a reason that there's only three undefeated teams now. There, It seemed like there was like, I think there was like seven or eight going into the weekend. The Commanders, Fugazi, Dallas Cowboys, frauds. I told you they're frauds. Like, it's standard. Um, the Niners. And the Eagles are on a collision course to meet in the NFC Championship again. And they hope that Brock Purdy can stay healthy and uh, that the 
teams stay healthy, it's a, a long season. It's months from now. The Dolphins put up 70 points. They're undefeated. The, the Jets do not want to see them. Uh, and the Bills don't want to see them either. But the Bills beat the Commanders 37-3. to I told you that was just a disaster class from Josh Allen, but he still turned the ball over. He had a pick in that game. He had a pick uh, in that game. Um, the Texans. I mentioned C.J. Stroud tonight. How come C.J. Stroud walks into the NFL and he's an NFL-caliber quarterback right away? Go look at this kid's three games. He is an NFL-caliber quarterback as a rookie. What happened over there? They got that pick, right? The Texans shocked the world, ruined everyone's parlay. They beat the Jags by 20. The Colts already spoke on Gardner Minshew. Everyone's saying, oh, they got to go trade for Gardner Minshew. Well, Minshew magic, overtime win against the Baltimore Ravens, who have been a disappointment. Obviously, Dobbins goes down. Uh, was it Todd Munkin comes over there, new offensive coordinator. They pay Lamar. Lamar comes back. And Lamar's still doing his thing. He's putting up his fantasy points for me, but they're not scoring enough to win. They they lost to the Colts. The Colts, look at the Colts, 2-1. and one. Anthony Richardson, where you at? Chill for a little while. Minshew Magic is on. Uh, Andy Dalton is the starting quarterback for the 0-3 Panthers. Good luck to him. The Seahawks. Rolled them 37-27. Didn't seem like they really rolled them, but in the second half, uh, they did. And, you know, the Panthers scored two touchdowns in the fourth, but they weren't going in there and beating the 12s. At least the Giants will face the Seahawks on their home field with some extra time to heal up. Get Saquon Barkley right. Saquon Barkley has to play in that game, even if the offense isn't catered around him where he's running the ball, he has to play in that game. Jets fans. Remember Jamal Adams? Seahawks safety Jamal Adams will make his season debut Monday night versus the Giants back in his old stomping grounds. Looking forward to Sunday night football and Monday night football. What else did I have? Just going through the rest of the uh, NFL scores and seeing if there's anything I needed to speak on. Yeah, the Vikings going 0-3. That's tough. That's tough for Captain Kirk having the uh, curse of the quarterback season. Uh, I don't think it's a real curse. I think people are trying to manufacture one. Kirk is balling. He's still going to get paid somewhere. The Dolphins, with that 70 points, I think they should have went for it. I think, obviously, it was personal with Mike McDaniel. And if you did not see or you do not know, Mike McDaniel was a ball boy. He had been in the building. He had been around the Broncos. He had worked for them. And uh, he took it personal. For real, he took it personal. Because they had an opening for head coach. They had a vacancy. Let me go to my notes and see where I, I bleacher report. Shout out to my guys, the gang at BR. Appreciate y'all. I think I have a bleacher report stream coming up Wednesday and another one on Sunday. You can also find me there talking sports. So bleacher report put out Mike McDaniel was born and raised in Colorado. He was even the Broncos ball boy at one point. Two seasons ago, the Broncos needed to fill their head coaching vacancy and they didn't even let McDaniel interview. <laughs> remember uh <laughs> remember Brian Flores said that uh John Elway and the uh, officials from the Denver Broncos were drunk when they interviewed him <laughs> I don't mean to laugh but they don't take anything serious and it was dead serious for Mike McDaniel he put a 70 piece on their head could have been worse the Packers I told you about as we keep talking about backup quarterbacks and Look at it. Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. Jordan Love sat behind Aaron Rodgers long enough to learn something. He hasn't played great, but he's played good enough where they, they're not shaking their head at that decision. They're 2-1. and one. 
Aaron Rodgers is in rehab. Not for ayahuasca, for his Achilles. The Packers come back and win that game by scoring 18 points in the fourth quarter. Jameis Winston comes in that game, and I'm thinking, oh, here we go, famous Jameis. Let Jameis cook. The Saints offense doesn't score another point in the second half. They lose in Lambeau 18-17. to The Lions, all right, Lions get back on the horse against the Falcons. The Falcons were another undefeated team. Fraudulent, not real. Like I said, you can't read too much into week one, two, even three in the NFL. I wish I had the trigger finger in FanDuel. I just can't sometimes. There's some things that are outlandish. I can't pick the Texans to blow out the Jaguars. I can't pick the Colts to beat the Ravens. It's, it's just, I can't. And then my parlay is completely busted. When I know better, I know better. You know better. The Browns handle business against the Titans. I don't root for them, but I knew they were going to beat the Titans. The Titans need to go ahead. The Titans will trade you Ryan Tannehill. Jets fans are interested in him because they drafted young quarterbacks the last two years. They might as well send Tannehill on his way. I think that's more realistic than Stafford. Or Kirk Cousins. And then, yeah, how about them Cowboys? You don't even want to do it. Should I do it to them? Yeah, let's go pull up the box score. Because the Cowboys, I I am a diehard Cowboys fan because I've died hard. Because I picked the team when I was a kid. I'm loyal to myself, right? I love to see them start off 2-0. Especially because I'm a New York City radio host at WFAN. And they played the two New York teams that play on the soil in New Jersey, but don't rep New Jersey at all. I'm born and raised in New Jersey. So I was pumped up about that. But this game, I knew. I was just talking to Dexter about it. I'm like, man, I wasn't on, and I didn't speak on it Friday. I didn't have it in my notes, but the Trayvon Diggs injury was a big blow to that team. They also were relying on guys like Donovan Wilson and Tyler Smith who were playing their first game, and then they were without guys on that offensive line they needed. They they walked into it. It wasn't a trap game. They walked into a letdown, and they got arrogant. And when I look at the box score, Dak Prescott, there's that first interception, 25 of 40, uh, 249 yards, could not elevate the team. Tony Pollard, 23 carries, 122 yards on the ground, good, but they can't find the end zone. CeeDee Lamb has yet to get into the end zone. The Dallas Cowboys receivers are not getting into the end zone. It's all running backs and tight ends. That game was a letdown, and before we move on, I'll go to the play-by-play, which was damning at the end of that game. In the second half, you saw what Daniel Jones and the Giants were able to do against the Cardinals. They weren't going to allow it. You were only able to get three points in the third quarter, three points in the fourth quarter, but that's your own fault. That's your own fault. Turnover on downs. (laughs) Turnover on downs because you don't want to take points. You think that you're better than this team, and any given Sunday, these are professionals. They can get it done. Interception late in the game. Mm. They go and end the game. They score a touchdown after your field goal. They pick you off, end the game. You had the turnover on downs, going for it, and uh, it just wasn't good enough. Wasn't good enough. And I think it's a good reality check for the Dallas Cowboys. But I told you guys, some people some people were trying to get me to come on air and be like, oh, this Cowboy, like Tiki Barber had the audacity to say, I looked at the Cowboys schedule. They could go undefeated. I'm like, Tiki, bro, what are you saying? <laughs> They're always going to have a clunker. This is on brand for them. This is what they do. They've done it every year under Mike McCarthy. They're going to lose a game every month at least. 
but they're going to lose a game that they absolutely were supposed to win. This is the last thing I'll bore you with for the Dallas Cowboys before we run through the phones. Uh, a guy that I follow, David Hellman, he's also on Speak once in a while on FS1. He put out a tweet where he showed <clears throat> the Dallas Cowboys' losses. Um, games that they're at least a touchdown favorite in. Uh, he said about as many regular season wins as anyone over the last few years, right? Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys. But they officially seem to have a reputation for laying a major egg once a year. They did it against the Denver Broncos at home. Where was I in the hotel? I think I was in Puerto Rico. Yep. Sunday, November 7th. I was in Puerto Rico. Craig Carton and those guys had just called me, I think, the uh, Friday before or maybe the Monday after to announce that I was coming to the fan. And I watched that game in Puerto Rico and I turned the TV off. Why am I wasting my time? Clunker. Oh, against the Commanders. <laughs> Sunday, January 8th, 2023, end of last year. That's when you, re- you hear me reference Dak Prescott throwing an interception in man coverage to the backside against their best corner. Um, and I think it was Noah Brown for the Cowboys lined up again. Like Dak did that. I don't know why he did that. Oh, and then this one against the Cardinals. Clunker. They were 12.5-point favorites, and they end up losing by 12. So that's all I've got from the NFL. All the calls are lining up. Jets. Spoiler alert. No one wants to talk about Oregon smacking Deion Sanders and Colorado or Notre Dame and Ohio State and Lou Holtz <laughs> lighting a fire under Ryan Day and Ohio State. And what was Notre Dame thinking? What were they doing? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Sometimes I watch football and I'm like, I don't know anything about football at all. 877-337-6666 calls the rest of the way. Ross in Bergen County on the fan every day. What's up, Ross? Keith, what's going on, man? You know, holding it down. Yeah, I hear you're watching the games tonight, and I got to tell you, bro, the, the 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 nightmare is alive and well. The tease is in full force. I'm watching the Bengals, you know, kind of one of the last of, you know, the underperforming contenders. I'm telling you, bro, it's getting lonely on the 0-3 iceberg. You know, it's kind of, you know, you see the competition we're with. We got Denver, we got Chicago, we got Carolina. I look at us like, Fluky year you know, last you got year. You won all those close bro. games last year. You had I'd say a lot it's of like wins a group project, and you get stuck with the three weirdos of the class. That's what else we got: Skull. Chicago, Denver, we got Skull. Carolina. Right? Skull. You see, Adam Thielen's going to have the uh, the legacy game against his old team, and you're looking at it coincidentally. Thielen ball week, two games. Thielen's going to yeah, ball like with Andy Dalton. He's yards. better with Andy Dalton than Bryce Young. It's unbelievable, bro. And you look at this one o'clock slate: you got Broncos, Bears, and you got Panthers, Vikings. So if they can't knock off Andy Dalton. They're sharing, you know, the bottom of the barrel with either Denver or Chicago, and you want to talk about rock bottom, man. I mean, oh, my God. And I I called up JR before during the uh, Westwood one. I told him, you know, the play is, is just like it was last year, the entire the entire season. You know, the last second, you know, the, the pendulum swinging one way or the other. This time they're just on the receiving end of all the L's. But, you know, you look at the, the point differentials, no different than it was last year. And they're still, you know, the me, you know, obviously – the media attention they get last year, they were the, you know, the Fugazi, all oh, look at them, the, the pretenders amongst all the contenders. And now this year, you know, all oh, it's laughing. Kirk Cousins, everything. You, you see the stats, Jefferson, one yard short of uh, 150, his first three games. I mean, you can't make it up, man. We got Brandon Staley's fucking have a job because TJ Hawkins, he can't catch a ball to save his life. You know, the writing's on the wall. And you're like, you know, you hear it, Evan, uh, heard Evan today talking about Wilson. I mean, what point, what point is there in yelling, man? It's just the same old stories over and over and over again. You look at uh, 
I mean, they got to knock off Carolina, played it simple. They got Kansas City coming up, knowing Minnesota, that would be the get, the get right game for them. And, and then they, they got Chicago right afterward. You know, you go three and three, but who knows, man? It's wishful thinking. Yeah, man. Thank you for the call, Ross. Ross is a Vikings fan, and he's going through it. So just when you think it's bad for the Jets fans or it's rough for the Giants fans, right here in New York, New Jersey, you need to know there are fans of every team, every single team, even the Vikings. So when you hear me rep the Cowboys, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy. Cowboys-Yankees fan? Worst combination. No way. Front runner. How can I be a front runner, bro? They haven't won in years. Let's go to Ron in Fort Greene on the fan. What's up, Ronnie? Hey, what's up, man? You know. Great show tonight. A very interesting conversation. Thanks. I, I couldn't wait. I was pumped up. I was like, all right, I'm getting on early. I got plenty to talk about. <laughs> you know, I go back to, I'm one of the old timers that are a fan. I go back to Tony Page and Joe Beningo at night. Yeah, TP pick, is my man. He's a good guy. I gotta, I gotta hit him up. Actually, I gotta have him yeah, come on pick, my show. You, you fit right into this time slot. Very I nice appreciate talking it. to you. Well, I want to. I, I heard you talking about Joe Beningo today on with Kiki Barber. Yeah. And, and Did you see that? Did you hear that a lot? That was hilarious. <laughs> I thought Joe it was entertaining. But 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 Joe is frustrated. Yes. He goes back to the Super Bowl. The Jets, the Jets haven't won the Super Bowl since 69. Everybody knows the history. <laughs> was 15 or and something. And he's frustrated. Did you see the fans screaming at the Jets and his bed just fall out yeah, of his mouth? Yeah, that's was real. That hilarious? Oh, the pain. My man lost his teeth yelling. That, that, that was hilarious. And one last thing. Joe Namath was on the air. Yeah. They interviewed him. Yeah. And you heard bad. what he said? He wants the whole, the, from the top down, out of there. The, you know, from yeah, Douglas and, 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 and the coach, he wants them out of there. And when Joe Namath said something, yeah, they're feeling listen. it. Yep. They're hearing that. Thank you for the call. Great one call. One more last Ron. thing. Yeah. One more last thing. Go for it. The only, the only winning team in New York this summer has been Gold Liberty. Right. Thank you. And they're about to bring it home, too. <laughs> Thank I, you. I've been the only Thank one talking about it, but I haven't brought it up tonight. Fingers crossed. I was at the game yesterday. Fingers crossed, though. They, they do Fingers it. crossed, right. Let's not touch the money like we do with every other team in sport here before the season starts. The yeah, Liberty are yeah, close. They yeah. can do it. Hey, we need a win in New York, man. That's what the New York fans are frustrated. Right. You we need a parade. If we have a parade, it's going to it's gonna show all the other teams and players in this frustrated. city. You can have that if you go out there and win. Well, exactly. They, and they pull in that arena now. When they got Aaron Rodgers, the Jets, all the fans are so excited. We, we, I was watching Hard Knocks. We were so excited. We yeah. were really looking forward to the season. Four plays in. The, the jet season is over. Reality. Yeah, it is. This season is over. It is. Thank you for the call, <laughs> Ron. Appreciate it, brother. I mean, the the name is stuff is is tough to see, to read, to hear. I'm trying to find the quotes. He said, "I didn't take anything positive out of it. It was awful. An incredulous name is said of the first sack." You sit down, you sit down on a play, you go right down. What happened? I thought you're trying to win and make plays. You quit on a play. What is going on? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't sound good coming from me. But when the Jets' greatest quarterback is telling you that, like, this kid is not playing the position right. He's not playing to win. 
Salah's definitely not coaching to win, but he's going out there and he's not taking chances. That is what you have to do as a quarterback. Take what the defense gives you, yeah, but you also have to force some throws. You also have to take some chances. You also have to be a little hungry and greedy against the Patriots. Come on. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's tough. He, he says um, he was disgusted, and uh, he said, I wouldn't keep him. I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. Namath, he's been paying attention. Namath called into Tiki and Tierney, remember? And all that stuff about the jersey and uh, how he would give Aaron Rodgers his number 12 jersey, but Aaron Rodgers knew not to mess with that mojo. Could you imagine that if he went down wearing the number 12 jersey? He put on number eight, you know, just out of respect. But, yeah, if Namath is coming out to say what he had to say today, it's, it's all bad. Let's take one more call before we break. Young Josh and Passaic, what you got, kid? Hey, Keith, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Fine, but frustrated because I pretty much gave up on my fantasy matchup. Then I had uh, the Bengals kicker. And he slowly rolls me back into the game. I'm playing That's my cousin cool Evan. He's not that good, bro. He's not that good. Yeah, he got. He ended up with 14, but I'm playing against the cool one, Mixon. I mean, he's and better this all year. all of a sudden, it's the fourth quarter, and I'm up by .1 after McPherson makes his last field goal. Mixon loses three yards. I'm up by .4. Rams going into their final drive. And every play, I'm like, don't throw it to Nakua. Don't throw it to Nakua. It's working out till right after two-minute warning where he hits Nakua at the three-yard line. And I was just lost it. And mother told me after, he's like, well, I heard a scream from down below. Did like, you yeah, hear me sorry. before? So close. Did you hear me talking about my matchup? I lost to Cameron Mabin's team by 3.04 points tonight. 3.0.3. 3.04. So he had 155.22. I had 152.18. And it was, who was it tonight that did it for him? Mixon. And I also played against Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen. So he would have had worse. I, uh, two years ago, I lost by .037, a third of a yard. I want to get into uh, with the Jets. I mean, you always hear that as like the Yankees. Oh, come see the Yankees. Come go to Yankee Stadium. So listen, here's the one for the Jets. Come and see the best and most used punting team <laughs> in the NFL. Get the Jets. Yeah, if you want to come see punt, pass, and kick. <laughs> Not even pass. Punt, punt, um, incomplete pass and kick competition. East Rutherford, the Meadowlands in New Jersey. Come see Morstead boom the ball uh, every three plays, three and out. Incredible how much that, like, they just, like, accept the ineptitude. And in this modern-day NFL where points, that's we're just we're sitting here talking about our fantasy teams and the points. Like, that is what the league has shifted to. You can't touch the quarterbacks. You can't touch the receivers because they want these completions and these points. And the Jets are fine putting up 16, 10, and 10 which really was 10 10 and 10 with Zach Wilson. He, you're going to you're going to average 10 points a game with Zach Wilson. I'm not counting the Xavier Gibson punt return. You can't beat anybody only scoring 10 points. The Patriots missed two field goals. You handed them a safety. Like, I don't know, man. I I, I can't I can't believe it. I I can't believe that they're willing to do this again for a whole another year and we got to talk about it. 
really the first two games with three points is Garrett Wilson had those two touchdowns that the average receiver is not doing. So you wonder if Garrett Wilson, Zach Wilson, really a zero. Well, throw. he's on the roster, and they drafted him, and I'll give him credit for, for Garrett Wilson. But, yes, Garrett Wilson is a freak of nature, and that's why he's getting frustrated, man. This is his second year in the league. He's like, I got drafted here. I could be killing right now. I could be on the level of Justin Jefferson, or I could be on the level of Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, but I I. I don't have a quarterback. I don't have someone that can hit me. I'm running my routes. I'm getting open. I'm working. I, like It's got to be super frustrating for that kid. It is. That's why he's throwing his hands up. That's why, If you got third-string running backs flipping out on the sideline, Michael Carter is the smallest human on that team. He's bugging out. He can't take it. It is not going to go well. And they're going to go through the motions. I even heard C.J. Mosley like giving a, a bow to confidence to Zach Wilson. Like, stop it, bro. You're on the defense. I know those defensive players that go against him in practice. Maybe maybe he's that good in practice and lights it up. But, man, I don't know. It, it's just uh, it's crazy that we're in this episode of, like, the Twilight Zone Black Mirror again with Zach Wilson. Thanks for the call, Josh. 877-337-6666. If you'd like to get a word in with me before the end of my show, C-Mac is coming up next. I don't know. Maybe C-Mac is going to talk to you about what Judge had to say the other night. Judge is going to fix the Yankees all on his own. Judge, he he's not leaving a stone unturned. He's mad about it. He's going to check on the minor leagues. He's going to sit down with Brian Cashman. I don't know what C-Mac's going to talk about, but I'm going to take the rest of these Jets calls and uh, sprinkle some more things in your ear. Keep McPherson on the fan right back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talk about it on The Fan. I do believe at this stage of the game that Joe Girardi is without question the right uh the right man for the job, and I look forward to, to working with him and and, uh, and watching watching his abilities unravel over the course of the next three years. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I had this bad chick up town, she was woke. Maybe I should write a freestyle rap over this beat. Like, whoa. Like, whoa. I was actually last week in the first stages of writing a little rhyme for WFAN um, because I had two days off unexpectedly. And I'm like, man, I got to rap again. I got to kick some on WFAN. But I stopped myself because I'm like, I'm not going to kick something at 130, 140 
in the morning when nobody can hear it. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I got a couple bars out there in my notes where I keep all my show notes. I got a couple uh, bars, sports-related, fan-related. I'm working on something. But I don't want to do it late at night when not as many people can hear it. So when you hear it, it'll be uh, when we get a five-hour KM to AM, a seven- to midnight show but appreciate all my late night listeners i was just on the gram like y'all can troll me on twitter y'all can say whatever you want on twitter or whatever like i'm not standing for it on the instagram though you're not about to get on the comments on my instagram and talk crazy about me it's one thing to reply or make your own tweet or not at me you're not about to get on my instagram talking crazy my mom reads that my grandma's on that you you're not you're not about to win there <laughs> but uh you know i saw someone was like oh yeah you're getting on the radio when everyone's about to go to sleep i'm like i made the post because i'm getting on the radio earlier tonight when more people can hear me who are you nobody's listening to you shout out to the people that are listening to me consistently till 2 a.m like there's people i don't know that are like i'm gonna stay up tonight listen to my boy km on the fan i appreciate you Jarvis is up in Harlem. Jarvis, you got it, bro. What's up, Keith? How you doing? I'm good, man. Closing it up. You know, C-Max coming in. I'm just trying to finish my first show of the week. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, last yesterday you were talking about uh, the, the Jets and Zach Wilson there. But, you know, that's probably on probably the next hour. Um, so want to talk that's about on every Jets, hour. <laughs> there will not be a single hour on the fan that does not have the name Zach Wilson in it. Until he disappears, and even when he does disappear, right? Because we had all said, that, "Oh, it's not about Zach Wilson anymore." Aaron Rodgers is here. Oh, boy, it's, it's about Zach Wilson. Yeah, he's out for the season. Now he's gonna be the man. Cause you know, I'm gonna see them this weekend. You know, probably gonna be like they probably gonna get blown up by the Chiefs because you know there's gonna be a lot of Chiefs fans at MetLife Stadium. They go over MetLife Stadium because you know it's, it's gonna be a of course, of course they're they're gonna come to New York, New Jersey. They're making a whole trip out of it. Come see the city. I don't know. Stay somewhere in North. Like you, you already know what it's gonna be. Yeah, and then I'm gonna see the beat. You know, everybody said, "Oh, the next game they could beat the Broncos." Oh, they only three after they get blown out by the Dolphins no. for seventy points. I mean, no. I mean, honestly, they're probably unfortunately, be Jarvis, they circled that date, thinking, "Oh man." Sean Payton said what he said about Nathaniel Hackett. Aaron Rodgers is going to really like have a chip on his shoulder to uh, you know give it to that team. No, you got to go out to the altitude. You got to go out to mile high, and you got to face a Denver team that you know, they got smoked. But like Russell Wilson is playing pretty well, and they're going to be yeah. looking for a win. And that's that's now a win that they have circled. Like that's now a week that the Denver Broncos have circled on their schedule. Like oh, we can get a win when the Jets come here, October eighth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back yep, wins yep, if yep. they can go beat the Bears. <laughs> the Bears, man. Oh, uh, Bears, man. they're bad. I, I really I didn't want to speak on that, but their um, defensive coordinator had to resign because they said he got caught with CP. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what comes from there. That was a crazy story last week. This guy, mm, he was doing some stuff he shouldn't have been doing. Right, right. So, yeah, and then Rob Sala, I mean, I think his body going to be on the hot seat because, you know what, 
because his record is like 12 and 25 in the last three seasons, yeah. having never had a winning record. So, I mean, he's probably going to probably get fired to the end of the season because, you know, it's probably going to be another Oasis season. They're probably going to probably miss the playoffs, but, you know, you know all the hype. It all hinges on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not done. So if Aaron Rodgers likes Rob Sala, Rob Sala stays for another year. But if Aaron Rodgers is like, hey, I know a guy, which of course he does. Aaron Rodgers knows everybody in the NFL that's been in the NFL for years. We, we saw some of that in Hard Knocks. If he's got another guy that he thinks can come in, Nathaniel Hackett will be safe, and they'll find another guy to be a head coach, and Rob Sala will have to pack up and go. Yeah, yeah you trust Woody Johnson make the right decision no. to hire uh, the wrong coach? No, I, mean, I don't trust Woody Johnson to make any decisions. He went and got a, yeah. a, a iced-out yeah. Woody chain. And showed yeah, up to flex it. First time experience head coach. It's be the like you're supposed to be the kind thing. of rich that you don't have to go buy a chain to show us you're rich. What do you own the team? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm, if I'm like, if I'm Jim Harbaugh or some other head coach, do I really want to come to the Jets as a dysfunctional team? No. That- that's what I was thinking about yeah. with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's like, I'm good. I'm enjoying myself. I'm yeah, enjoying what I'm doing. Cousin. Matt yeah, Ryan, yeah, you don't want to come cousin. out of retirement and walk into this mess? No way. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is like, oh, they need a, um, they need to get another quarterback, a uh, backup quarterback to, to, um, to outlast the sack. What's up? I mean, what do you want? Um, Kirk Cousins? Andy well, Kirk Dalton, Cousins would um, have to be traded here, and he wouldn't have a say in it. But if you're talking about like a Carson Wentz, a Colt McCoy off the street like that. I mean, the guy can say, you know, the injury prone, they've been with three different teams, so the, the the Philadelphia Eagles, the Commanders, the Indiana Colts, and did not work on these things. So why would Carson want to come here? I mean, the injury prone, they'll never stay healthy. I mean, so I don't know. Man. No, no, they're beat. They're stuck with Zach because Zach is the youngest available quarterback out there. <laughs> And uh, it is what it is, man. I even saw A.J. McCarron get picked up. A.J. McCarron was playing in the USL for the Battlehawks. Mm-hmm. And right. with Joe Burrow's injury, the Cincinnati Bengals are like, hey, come on back, bro, just in case. Because we don't know about Reed Sinette. We don't know if Reed Sinette's going to be able to do the job in case of emergency. Jarvis, appreciate you, bro. Always checking in. Thank you for the call. 877-337-6666. I got Dan and Dave before my time is up. Let's go to Dan and Belmar on the fan. Yo, what up, Keith? What up, man? How are you? Good, man. Good to see you doing your thing from the 732. Man, bless it. Thank you very much for saying that. I'm putting on for Monmouth County and the whole area. Crazy show tonight. You got talking about the Liberty Parade and the Battle Hawks. You can knock that off your bingo card for the night. <laughs> hey, I, I just show them the range, you know? Show, <laughs> I told them, I'm a wild sports fan. I, I got eyes on all this. Hey, man, here, here's my take on this whole Zach Wilson Jets situation. This is going to be the last time I'm calling in to talk about this bump. Um, listen, Douglas and Sala either think the Jets, Jets fans are the biggest idiots in the world for believing them, what they're spewing at the podium, or they're the biggest idiots in the world believing what they're spewing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's clear Zach's not the guy. Everyone knows that. But Douglas isn't going to admit that. Sala's not going to admit that. That's, if Douglas admits that, that means he's going to publicly admit that he messed up on the second pick, something that all right. the fans already know. You know what I mean? And it also means, if he admits that, that Sal is not the guy because it's clear that he can't coach this kid well enough to be a functioning quarterback in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. They're all attached at the hip. They're all in lockstep. In my open, I said it's like the Spider-Man meme where 
There's three Spider-Mans from different multiverses all pointing to each other. That's Zach Wilson, Rob Sala, and Joe Douglas all pointing to each other. Zach sucks, and he points to his coach for putting him in the starting position. His coach gets on the podium, and, and they ask him, you can bring in a, another quarterback? No, Zach's the guy. Oh, why aren't you bringing in another quarterback? He's the worst quarterback in the league. Oh, that's that's an answer uh, Joe can give you. That's a question for Joe. It just keeps going all around and around, and since they used the number two pick on the kid, they're going to die hard on that number two pick. They're going to try and get it get it out of him. I've literally heard Rob Sala refer to what he's done in college. That that doesn't happen for anybody else. Man, if I have to hear about BYU one more time. He's like, he listen. said, he's like, this is a guy that went 18 for 18 in his bowl game or something like that. I'm like, I don't give a F about what he did in a bowl game. Yeah, it's a little different once you're at MetLife. Like you said, you got 80,000 people screaming at you. It's completely but, different. I used to ball out in Ocean Township in the back of Ocean Township High School with nobody there. I had some of my best moments. <laughs> yeah, man. That's that's why I went to school, too. It's crazy what they did over there now with that new field and stuff. Yep, I but, never uh, played it down on that that new turf, and I never lifted a weight in that, that new um, performance center that they got, but I paved the way for it. Yep, that's state-of-the-art they got over there now. Yeah, it must but, be uh, nice. Just, Real quick, man, uh, another wrinkle to this, you know, you said it's like the Spider-Man meme. I think one more guy you can add to that, and this is my opinion, would be Rodgers, because part of me wonders how much behind the scenes Rodgers is, is telling these guys, Sala and, and Douglas, that he can coach up Wilson to be the guy. Part of me thinks that Rodgers is going to be saying that because he wants to be the guy, and he realizes if Zach's his backup, maybe he doesn't really want a competent backup so he's got no one breathing down his neck when he does come back from injury problems. Yikes. Could you imagine if it's that deep? But where is he? He's not around. He's supposed I mean, to be back of- in the building. That was the rumor. That he's, supposed to- he, he's doing his McAfee appearances. He's rehabbing. I heard he was in California. Get back in That's- the building. We're in the middle of the season. Yeah, I understand that. Part of me thinks that, you know, these meetings, you, you've been a part of the meetings in college and stuff, that he's, you know, he's obviously zooming in or, you know, and now they have the technology where, like, the iPads, all this stuff is connected. He can send messages. He can he can zoom into the meetings. But, like, it's clearly not working. <laughs> that's that's very obvious to everyone except Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. And, like, I, that's the thing, too, about the Aaron Rodgers effect. I think they bank too much on that. He can't go out there and physically throw the ball for this kid. That's why I made the joke, like, oh, he smelled his breath for two months. Like, just being around somebody doesn't make you better. Like, he did not get to watch his game film. He did not get to really see and learn from you. Like, you can take mental reps in practice. You can watch the guy, his practice film, but it's it's different when you get in the game. And I don't know where Aaron Rodgers is, but I, I doubt Aaron Rodgers is running back to sit in meetings when he's in pain. No, and I don't think Rodgers wants to be that guy. He, he still thinks he's a dog, and, you know, we'll see if he really is once he comes back from this, you know, injury. It's not going to be easy for him being 40 years old with an Achilles injury, but we'll see what happens if he's still a dog. You saw what happened when the Packers brought in Jordan Love and brought in a little bit of competition, a little bit of heat for him. There were some other aspects to that. He thought that draft pick should have been used for wide receivers that he could throw to, but at the end of the day, it comes down to he doesn't want a guy behind him breathing down his neck for his spot. He wants to be the guy, and he wants everyone to know that he's the guy. Yeah, that's also why they didn't bring in a potential like third-string quarterback like a Carson Wentz or like a, you know someone that could have at least challenged Zach Wilson. Tim, Timmy Boyle was never a threat. Nice, quiet kid uh, who can th- throw a pretty ball, but like he's not a baller like that. Yeah, I hear you. Listen, Keith, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been great listening to you on the radio. I look forward to uh, having more conversations with you. Dan, appreciate you checking in. Thank you. From the hometown, from the home area, listening 
to the fan at uh, 10 minutes to 2. My last call of the night goes to Dave in Belleville. What's up, Dave? You got it. Okay, Keith. How are you? I'm all right. Bringing uh, it home. You know, my you're my fellow Cowboy fan. Uh, well, it's funny that you brought up, you know, uh, they lay an egg like probably two or three uh, games a season. I thought that game was going to be last week against the Jets, but I could tell within five minutes that they were they were not winning that game yesterday. They they just uh, they probably started believing all the hype, uh, and you know they just were a step slow. Almost like Arizona had their playbook. They would you know they would blitz somewhere and they would throw you know over those, the blitz. They, those they, guys from Arizona played ball. with heart. They played like they were tired of losing. They lost their first two games, and that's what happens. When you have a team that's hungry in the NFL trying to get their first win that thought they had a win last week against the Giants at home and watched it collapse in the second half, they had a hard week of practice. They had a hard week of film study. They had a hard week of looking in the mirror and saying, are we terrible, are we tanking, or do we want to go out and fight for some pride? You can see it on the sidelines. Their defense wanted to win. Their offense was a little better. And the Cowboys did not have the juice. The Cowboys offense. And, and yeah. Go ahead. Just the opposite for the Cowboys. They probably had, you know, they didn't practice hard because they, you know. They, they lost Trayvon Diggs in practice, and it was, it was a sob fest. It was, oh, no. This guy, this guy had a 1.0 passer rating in two games. He was honestly playing like the best corner in football. You couldn't complete anything on his side. You lose that guy. I mentioned how his son is around the team a lot, how his son is used in Cowboys social media posts. It's a huge blow to the team emotionally. And then you don't have Tyron Smith, Tyler Biotis, and Zach Martin. So effectively, you're missing three out of five players from your offensive line. Tyler Smith, who hadn't played in weeks one and two, played his first game that week. They were disconnected. And being disconnected, McCarthy... McCarthy Lying went in there too arrogant. Run over. That too. Well, now you're starting to see the weakness in that defense. It isn't as almighty Absolutely. as Micah Parsons was saying. There are some holes. And, uh, you know, <laughs> the Cardinals were able to get to him. And I'm glad they got exposed. It sucks to lose to the Cardinals. It sucks to lose. But it's like, that is exactly why, as a Cowboys fan, I did not get on WFAN talking about, this is the year, Super Bowl. Yeah. Here come the Cowboys. I said, how about them Cowboys when I had to listen to people on WFAN tell me that the Giants could beat them or the Jets could beat them? No, I knew that wasn't going to happen. But any given Sunday, if you underestimate your opponent and you don't have a hard week of practice and you go on the road into someone else's building and they're all geared up, foaming at the mouth, fired up to play against you, and you're just going out there waltzing out there thinking that you know, they're, you're the Dallas Cowboys, they got to lay down, look what happens. Super arrogant at the end of the game for McCarthy to not take that field goal. Your field goal kicker I, yeah, has been well, solid. You take that. About. You take the points every time. You know uh, how much I complained last year about his clock management and uh, you know the play calling, and, whatever. And I but joked, it was very he, he can't call a timeout. How's he going to call plays? And here we go. But the last drive, they ran the ball probably eight times in a row. And they weren't really hurrying. It made no sense how much time it took. No urgency. And that's why I said it was arrogant because this is a guy that came out and told you, oh, I want to run the damn ball and felt like he was going to do that without Kellen Moore. I bet you Kellen Moore would have drew up a play to get a receiver open and into the end zone. And, Dak yeah, Prescott can't elevate the team. The that, that's another thing. And he Dak, triple Dak is, is, is a solid quarterback in this league. But when you need him to rise up and make a throw – there were some throws that he missed. 
Back to back weeks, he, he missed he missed wide open guys in the end zone against the Jets. He did it again this week. And I'm like, Dak, yeah. like come on, bro. I try to have your back, but as as good as you can be, sometimes you don't do the standard. Sometimes you can't make the average play. You can't elevate the hey. team when it's when it's needed. Like you're you're leaving meat off the bone. You're not finishing your plate. You know what I noticed also with him? He he stands in the pocket, and then with after three seconds, even with nobody around him, he gets happy feet. He has to move out of the pocket. Where I don't understand, he, once he's on the move, that's you know, injuries. Good runs. That's back, because he he, he, throw well on the he had the thumb last year. He had the ankle foot. He's been hit. He still to me looks like he's timid, like he's afraid to get hit. Man, when he first came in the league, he was running the ball. He wasn't afraid of getting hit. He was reckless. Now he's trying to stay out there. He's not trying to miss time. It's okay. It is what it is. Patriots, though. You got to shift shift your focus to the Patriots. They cannot sleep on Bill Belichick and the Patriots because, I mean, the Patriots have more talent than the Cardinals. They'll be back in Dallas. But if they're not healthy and they waltz out there and Belichick watches that film to see the weaknesses and how you get at that defense, Michael Parsons, he's dominant, run right at him. Um, it, it could be a long day, and they're going to be running Ezekiel Elliott right at him, and Ezekiel Elliott will be motivated to get some revenge. Yeah, but now I think they have the chip on their shoulder. They need. Yep, it was a like wake-up call. To... Now, now they yeah. now they'll be heightened now, or now their senses will be heightened. Now they'll be on alert. They were waltzing into Arizona yeah. thinking like everybody else was thinking. Oh, this team's tanking. They don't stand a chance with Josh Dobbs. We'll be able to beat them blindfolded. Didn't happen. Thanks for the call, Dave. And thank you for all the calls and for the tweets and even the trolls on Instagram. My name is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. I'll be here late all week after the Yankees. And luckily, this is the last bit of Yankee games because I've never wanted a baseball season to end more than this one right here. We didn't even get into postseason baseball talk, but that's fine because the Mets and the Yankees aren't in it. And I hate all of the American League teams in it, but... I love the fan. I love the fans that call the fam. My WFAM. It's another W fam. C-Max coming up next. I'll be back later on tonight. Be good. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. Sports Radio 1019 FM. WFAM. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.